0: of his box, the box of chocolates Would I know to stay away What well, that? If I his box, the box of chocolates Would I eat them anyway Cause every time I have half a mind to leave you Babe, that means I have half a mind to stay
1: It's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Good evening. This is Mike. Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food. It's every Thursday at 6.30, and I've been to Omaha, Nebraska recently. And what is there to think about when it comes to Omaha but food? Well, there's also music and there's other things. But, you know, not everything in Omaha is deep-fried or on a stick, but that may be some of the best stuff. Or maybe it's not. What I'm trying to say is I don't know what I'm trying to say, so maybe I should get my jawbone a little quiet here. Thank you very much. That's the band and Jawbone, and that's pretty much the theme of today's show and every show we've ever done. This is Pandora's Lunchbox. It's all about food. It's all about eating, which is what you tend to do with food, unless it's haggis, in which case sometimes you throw it. This is Mike, and I've been to Omaha, Nebraska recently. It's a culinary cornucopia, the cornucopillary plethora, a zenith, and a and a plethoropia, so it's all there. And in Omaha, I recently went to the Nebraska State Fair, where I experienced some new culinary delights. Now, I had a hot dog, which is in the form of a corn dog, and that's really not not a new thing. But there, it just seems like state fairs are probably the hotbeds of new culinary experimentation in America. You can forget about those fancy shows you see on those food type channels and those. Experimental kitchens where they had to do things that are interesting and challenging and it's the state fairs that really where it's all happening. I mean, they had hot beef sundays at the Nebraska State Fair. No, it was not beef with ice cream, though I must say if somebody offered that to me, I would certainly run. But hot beef sundays basically the idea is that it looks conceptually like a sunday so this is this is where it gets deep it looks conceptually like a sunday but instead of ice cream it has mashed potatoes the main dish is beef of course it has some kind of gravy which you might conceptually think of as fudge only it's gravy and sprinkled on top is something delicious no not m&ms no not nuts maybe you could do that but cheese so it's called a sunday but it's not dessert You see, these are the kind of things that state fairs do to your mind. It's terribly sad that the Michigan State Fair has come to an end. It's quite awful because where will Michigan go next with food? I don't know. Fortunately, in Nebraska, food is going about two hours west because the Nebraska State Fair is in Lincoln, Nebraska. There was a dispute with the University of Nebraska about what the land was going to be used for, and so now the state fair is moving about an hour, hour and a half west, away from Lincoln. It's a little farther from the population center, but most of the public can actually get to it more quickly, at least those who live elsewhere in Nebraska. But not just hot beef Sundays, not just corn dogs, not just alligator on a stick, which I've had. It's mighty good. It kind of tastes like chicken. But there you go. Hot beef sundays also kind of taste like chicken. It's hard to explain. But as a matter of fact, also... I had some deep-fried delights, including for the first time something I've been hoping I could get, but I always go to this booth at the Nebraska State Fair, and they never have it, but this year they did peach on a stick. They had a peach on a stick. I should go on a sidebar here, or maybe just get some sideburns, but in the meantime, I have had a mango on a stick from a little Mexican grocery, and it was just a simple mango on a stick. It's portable. You eat it. There it is. But peach on a stick at the Nebraska State Fair was deep fried. You think to yourself, "Of course, deep frying a peach. Why didn't I think of that?" And you would say it like that too with a monotone, but you would have peach on a stick deep fried. Here's the thing, the magic of it, and it is magical, is that the deep fried outside, it's a nice golden crisp, golden crisp batter. Could have had a little more flavor. I'm just going to say that. But it gets the peach nice and warm, but the peach doesn't touch any of the oil. The peach just gets nice and warm and remains pristine, except that it's pristine on a stick. So I'd have to say the deep-fried peach on a stick was a nice thing. Could have been a little better. The execution could have been a little better. But nonetheless, I can't really complain. But sometimes I still do. Also at the Nebraska State Fair... Deep-fried Oreos. Now, that is a multi-layered concept that does wonderful things to the medulla oblongata and other parts of the brain and the spine, too. The deep-fried Oreos at the Nebraska State Fair, unlike the peach, which was simply heated up, the Oreos are, in fact, affected by the deep-fried process. They get a little melty, and they kind of mingle a little with the batter it, I'd say the first of the three deep-fried Oreos I had, the first two didn't quite make it for me. It was on the third that it really clicked. Would I have it again? I think I'd just order three and have the third one. But then I have to pick which one's the third one first and have that third. But how would I do that if I had if I didn't have the other two? This is something I'm going to have to work on. Perhaps I'm going to spend another half hour on this show. In the meantime, this is Pandora's Lunchbox. And it really is. And I want to share with you some things that I found at a record store across the border from Omaha. Really, this is a food show. No, seriously. It's a food show. Don't let the schmaltz get in your eyes, okay? I found this at Canesville Collectibles in Council Bluffs, Iowa, and I'm going to share some other of these uh, vinyl gems that I found for you. Let's let's just let Mickey Katz talk to us now. <laughs>
2: The schmaltz get in your eyes, don't let the locks get in your socks. It cheese goss with linters and eggs with salami. Don't let the schmaltz get in your eyes. Oh, you look like a dream gushmir with sour cream, and you know tatskille. You're the one for me. Too many bagels. Too many bagels. Too many shells. many shells. Just like a blimp, you're full of gas. If I'm gone too long Can your pee starts to jump When the stars come out I'll bring a stomach bomb Don't let the schmaltz get in your eyes Don't let the soup get in your snoot
3: Jump in the snoot?
2: It's rocking the boat You're beginning to blow You're riding on the derma road You ask me for a cuss With kegel on your puss You know Tzatzkele on me That don't look good ¶¶ Many caps love. And too many grips. Oops, pardon me, you dressed just like there's no, there's no tomorrow. But lay off the ham, cause with ham you lose them. And I like my catch strictly cause style. You're dial, you're don't let the schmaltz get in your eyes, don't let the milks get on your guilt
3: don't let
2: my little honey bun, you'll soon weigh out on. Don't let the smiles get in your ride. Oh, stop the honey, my love, and someday you'll take off. And I'll say, Bon voyage my darling, back the cob. Just back the car. Break the cob. Don't let the smiles get in your head. Hey, it's a chick itchy. I'm
1: these are some uh, mouth exercises we'll be working on next week. We're doing an all-mouth exercises show. That was <clears throat> that was Mickey Katz, an associate of Spike Jones. Could you tell? And that was Don't Let the Schmaltz Get in Your Eyes. <sighs> now, don't let the schmaltz get in your eyes, but you could wear it on a stick. Wear it on a stick. You could put it on a stick. You could use it to fry something, and that's the theme of today's show, unless I come up with something else. Um, in a very sort of... um, uh, So anyway, schmaltz. Let me tell you about schmaltz. It is rendered pig, chicken, or goose fat used for frying or as a spread on bread, especially in German and Polish cuisine. This is from Wikipedia. Someone with wealth may be given the name schmaltz, seeing as someone with money could afford schmaltz meat. The brown fatty residue left in the pan after frying bacon is schmaltz, although The melted fat that is usually referred to as schmaltz has a whitish color. So get that. It's brown. It's white. It's melted. It's residue. It's from bacon. It's not. Okay, I hope that's all clear. We're going to have a quiz at the end of the show. Schmaltz rendered from a chicken. See, there are many, many layers to this, like the layers of a deep-fried Oreo. Schmaltz rendered from a chicken or goose is popular in Jewish cuisine. It was used by Northwestern and Eastern European Jews who were forbidden by kashrut, that is Jewish dietary law, to fry their meats in butter or lard, the common forms of cooking fat in Europe. This is according to Leviticus 7.23. Wikipedia is one of the best sources for biblical references and references to rendered fat. I just want to mention that. It doesn't say that here. I'm just letting you know. Now, here's here's another fact. These people could not obtain the kinds of cooking oils such as olive oil or sesame oil that they had used in the Middle East and around the Mediterranean. The overfeeding, the overfeeding of geese that Jews used to produce more fat per bood per more fat per buden, produced post-classical Europe's first foie gras as a side effect. If you're coming down with foie gras, no, you wouldn't come down with it, you would get A disease which would lead you to foie gras as a side effect, you might want to make sure not to let the schmaltz get in your eyes. Hope all of this is extremely clear to you. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, and there's not much I can do about it, but there it is. This is WCBN FM Ann Arbor. And I wanted to tell you, I went to this place called Canesville Collectibles in Council Bluffs, Iowa. A place with one million records. I don't know if Carl Sagan's ever been there, but nonetheless they've had one they have one million records. Sometimes you got to take a box of records out of the way so you can get to the records underneath. But then you find gems of records, which can be distilled into music. And so we heard, "Mickey Cats don't let the schmaltz get in your eyes." We're also going to hear this. Speaking of foods you can get at the state fair, this is not a fried one. This is in fact a frozen banana with a frozen banana dipped in chocolate. So it's dipped in something. It's not dipped in fat. And not fried. It is, in fact, a frozen banana dipped in chocolate, and it is a delicacy in many counties of Nebraska, including some that have more cows than people. And if there could be a song about that, it might be something like uh, this.
0: (laughs) Those crazy bananas. Get a banana. You get a banana! They broil a the banana, they boil a the banana, they roast a the banana, they toast a the banana, they bake a the banana. I tell you the truth. Banana! banana. No. What a crazy fruit. Oh. There's a house oh. where a man had money. Burglars broke in, but it's very oh. funny. They didn't steal the dog, not even a cent. What well, did they, they steal? <laughs> They peel a banana, they rob a banana, they keep off a banana, they snitch a banana, I tell you the truth, banana, what a crazy fruit, there's a park, the most popular of places, folks all go there to see the horse races, people Dollar bet. What are they better? <laughs> want... They better banana. They bet a
4: banana.
0: They bet a banana They get the banana They choose a banana They lose a banana They with the banana I tell you the truth Banana What a crazy fruit
1: You know what's really crazy is when you get a banana in the form of a record and it's on a stick, it gets really confusing and suddenly the record's over and you don't know who you are. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, and that was Rusty Cannon and the Banana Boys. I think that was one of their their biggest hit, and that was Bananas' What a Crazy Fruit. It's also on the well-known and legendary Tina Rama label. Our Wolf is going to be here to help us face the music in just about 10 minutes. But in the meantime, well, you, here I am. You know, not much can be done about that. But nonetheless, we're talking about highly healthy foods and ones that aren't. Other things in Nebraska I found very interesting, not only fried foods, schmaltz, and other sort of things, but there was a restaurant called the Boiler Room Restaurant. Very fancy and also, I should add, very schmancy and it is a restaurant in the Old Market District. Dis- <laughs> it's also in the Old Market District of Omaha. Omaha, the Old Market District, is a place that had a bunch of brick roads and large brick warehouses. It's been converted into restaurants and lofts and things like that. It can be a fun place to be. You can get on a horse and take a horse carriage ride. You can listen to people doing karaoke or. <laughs> busking or whatever it is they do. I saw a guy on a unicycle once, you know, stuff like that. But if you go to the Boiler Room restaurant in Omaha, it's a little off the beaten path, but it's been getting a good buzz. You can get, actually today on their menu, you can get the Berkshire Pork Belly. This includes the garlic chevre sformato, and I apologize immediately for those strong words. But chevre is a goat cheese. A sformato is similar to a souffle, but not as airy. Now, that also comes with charred leeks, and candied grapefruit. You can also get citrus poached octopus in Omaha, Nebraska. That includes a pea shoot salad, roasted heirloom tomato, and sweet garlic puree. You can also get a Shadowbrook Farms fall green salad. Now, this includes toasted almonds, and it also includes a slow poached aracana chicken egg and an orange. Now, what is an aracana? It's a kind of chicken, also called... The South American Rumpless. It has no rump, which actually in this case means it has no tail. You know, if you had no rump and you ate fried foods at the Nebraska State Fair or any state fair, it would really help because the food wouldn't all go there, and that's a beautiful thing. We'll have to talk about moon pies sometime soon, but nonetheless, this is the Araucana chicken, also called the South African Rumpless. They lay blue eggs, and these eggs are being used in the Shadow, the Shadowbrook Farms Fall Green Salad. Also, we have the Roasted Niche Pig's Head. You can get that on the menu. You can get the Niche Center Cut Pork Loin and the Braised Iowa Farm Rabbit. That's also on the menu. It also includes Creamed Strozza Preti. Now, what does Strozza Preti mean? If my father's listening, I apologize for my butchered Italian. But speaking of terrible things happening to people like being butchered, Strozza Preti is Italian for priest choker. So if you see one running through the streets of the Vatican look out the priest choker. Now, this actually is an elongated form of hand-rolled pasta, so it really is quite benevolent, unless you have somebody pointing it at you and it's got a very sharp end to it. But nonetheless, this braised Iowa farm rabbit will include the Strozza Preti, the priest choker, the roasted kale, and the Romanesco zucchini squash. Also, the slow-roasted Plum Creek chicken leg includes creamy polenta, delicious, made from boiled cornmeal, sweet pepper, and a chorizo vinaigrette. Chorizo is a kind of sausage. Chorizo vinaigrette. My mind is pretty much opening up at that concept. This is all at the Boiler Room Restaurant in Omaha, Nebraska. We're playing some music right now, and... No, we're not. We're going to play some music, but we're talking. We're yakking right now, speaking of animals that give milk. And here's the deal... This is some music that I got at a restaurant. It's not a restaurant. It's a record, a restaurant store, a, a rock and record store where I rested in Council Bluffs, Iowa, right across the street from Omaha. I got this record, and I'm going to play a little bit for you because there may not be much more of it you can stand. We're going to just go right into it. This is Herve Villachez, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Stop clawing yourself now and screaming and writhing. I'm going to turn it down. I'm sorry. That's Hervé Villachez, also known as Tattoo from Fantasy Island, a tune that is appropriately titled, Why? And I paid money for that. I got that at the store in Iowa, in Council Bluffs, Iowa, titled... The store is titled with the name. It is called Canesville Collectibles. It's a store with over one million records One last now from Hervé Villaches. Also, there, I want to play a little bit of this before I go. This is from the Sweet Danes. The Sweet Danes.
3: It's you,
2: my
1: can hit that top note anytime I want. That was the Swede Danes. That's a little bit of Sweden and a little bit of Danish. It's from the album Scandinavian Shuffle, and you need to go on the web and look at these costumes. Wow. Wow. This was recorded in 1960, and it features Alice Babs, who went on to sing with Duke Ellington, in fact. But in the meantime, she was doing that song called Hot Toddy, and the blue blah bloop blue, stuff they were singing there is pretty much a universal language that when we all drink hot toddies, that's what we sound like. I've been Mike for a while. This is Pandora's Lunchbox. And I just want to wrap up with another Nebraska food thought here. Have you ever eaten a nettle? Probably not. Well, I have, actually. I'm just going to boast about that. I had nettles in cheese. There was a cheese maker, a small cheese maker in Nebraska near Lincoln that made nettles. And it was actually very soft, and it tasted fine, and it did not stick me, so it was fine. Nettles actually contain the highest plant source of iron, according to learningherbs.com. It's an excellent source of vitamins, minerals, and protein. What about the stings, says the website? Good question. Definitely use gloves to transport the nettles to your pan or pot when you cook with them. But as soon as it begins to cook, the sting goes away. The sting quickly dissipates once you steam or cook it. That's from learningherbs.com. Nettles in cheese. Look for it anywhere you go. And if they don't have nettles in their cheese in the restaurant you're in, call the AAA or the Better Business Bureau. This has been Pandora's Lunchbox. I've been Mike. Thank you for allowing me to do that in spite of everything. We'll be back next week at 6.30. Time for Arwulf to help you face the music right now. This is WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. And I think we're in the belly of the beast, but I need to confirm that right now. Thank you. (laughs)
3: Oh! <laughs> The indiscriminating, discriminating listener's choice in the belly of the beast. And now, some more Ben Webster.
0: Yeah, it's 7 o'clock time for Face the Music. Tonight we've got a lot of old blues in here. Blues and stomps and barrel house, piano and boogie woogie. But we'd like to begin with W.C. Handy. And his Memphis blues band performing Handy's own composition. The Yellow Dog Blues. This record was made in January of 1922. Send it out to each and every yellow dog everywhere.